Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Tales from a Sports Tragic. It's been a while and it was long overdue, so I had been gathering my thoughts and I thought, uh, I think the first two, except for my father's brief appearance in the second one, I think uh, it was a lot of me talking and me narrating my experiences. And uh, over the last few months, I thought uh, there are way too many people who are also sports tragics and I would rather connect with them. So today I have a very specialized one sport tragic uh, on the show. Uh, Amit, Amit Sinha is here, also known for running this very popular Twitter and Facebook handle, random cricket photos that make me happy. So go check that out. And also I welcome Amit. Amit, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me on it. And uh, I mean, a, a lot of people actually call me random cricket photos. So Amit Sinha, the thoda introduction has to move towards random cricket photos. Because uh, I go to like a few pub quizzes where I meet college students who are, you know, who I have never interacted with in college quizzing. So they know me as random cricket photos. So that's a fairly interesting phenomena that has started to happen. But yeah, I'm glad that it is like that. I mean, uh, it can go on your Tinder bio, not another random guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, sorry, that was really terrible. But yeah, something, something of that order. Not, not any random guy, but the guy with the... Super amazing Twitter handle and Facebook uh, page for that matter. I really would suggest guys, if you haven't followed him already, follow him at both places. Uh, some amazing footage on Twitter and uh, something that we emphasize a lot, providing your viewers something different to follow on on each page. Some brilliant stories on Facebook. So go ahead, do that. When do you, you know, kind of remember falling in love with cricket? When do you, when has that process of being a cricket tragic uh, started? Very early, I would uh, say. Ki, like, I, I do remember having watched some cricket before the 1999 World Cup, but I have very faint memories of it, alright? I was just a few days ago, I was uh, revisiting this uh, brilliant over that Ajay Jadeja bowled in 1999 in Sharjah against England, okay? And, you know, he, he took two wickets and sort of changed the match, three wickets. It was, I guess, it, it was the 47th or 48th over. And uh, so, when I was watching that and that footage, and it was for the first time that I was watching it, I thought, yeah, this is what I've seen. And that was before the 99 World Cup. So, I clearly watched cricket before that. But 1999 World Cup, India versus South Africa, off, is when I, I remember the entire match. Like, it was still very fresh in my memory. I watched it with my family. And uh, yeah, on that very day, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, after that, everything cricket I've watched. So, I would, you know, point to that um, very match where I was like, okay, I'm sold. This is the game I want to follow. And and interestingly, uh, you know, I uh, tell this to a lot of people also, ki in that match, Sachin Tendulkar didn't play well. It was Saurav Ganguly and Rahul Dravid who sort of pre-selected India's innings before India went on to lose the match. But uh, much of my fandom for, you know, like the, the duo, such, uh, Saurav and Rahul Dravid, I believe it actually boils down to that partnership because that was my first taste of cricket and these two men resurrected India's innings in that match and uh, yeah, I grew up to love these two guys a lot. So yeah, that I would say 1999 World Cup was my first match with cricket and again, after that match in like against South Africa, which we went on to lose, uh, in the same uh, World Cup, there was this 300... 13 run partnership between Ganguly and Dravid. Yeah. So that made, like that gave me more reasons to, you know, really obsess around 
these two cricketers. So yeah, 1999 World Cup. So six, seven-year-old Amit Sinha sitting in Delhi, falling in love with the game while the match is happening in Hove and Taunton. That's a yeah. That's a decent pitch for me to begin with. But uh, I mean, you know, as you kind of grow and uh, like I remember being a being a massive football fan to begin with, and that kind of you know faded a little bit. Although I work in football, but uh, I mean, was cricket always the number one sport, or did you fall in love with other sports as well, or other things, or other interest areas? I know you're a lot into history as well, or uh, lots of other interests that you would have. But was cricket always the you know, number one interest area for you. Yes, yeah, so that's an interesting story once again because uh, I grew up in a family which had Doordarshan till 2009. Okay, so now when you know when I used to go to school in class, say second, third, my friends would talk about wrestling. Some of them would talk about football, but I never got to watch any football or any wrestling or any other sport for that matter on Doordarshan. Okay. The national games would uh, be broadcasted, telecasted and uh, they were of course not of that quality that they would attract my attention. So just because you know, cricket was one sport that would be on DD all the time, it became the sport that I, I mean I had no other uh, option to be very honest and it's just not about you know, competition with other sports. For that matter, Doordarshan, there were not really a lot of uh, you know, cartoon shows also. Okay, cartoon you know, uh, yeah, five to six, uh, some sh- cartoon shows. But apart from that, there was no cartoon shows. There were no really good kids shows. Yeah. So, Jotha, for me to, you know, passionately follow, it was cricket. True. So, like cricket had no competition. Movies bhi Doordarshan, pe sirf, you know, Friday, Saturday, Raat ko aati thi. So, Friday, Saturday and Sunday afternoon. So, once again, like uh, one thing that I was always looking forward to, ki cricket match kab uh-huh. And it was so crazy that uh, now, if you remember, Doordarshan pe cricket match jab aate the, they would be like, subah ka first session ka till the drinks break they would show and then they would uh, carry forward from 3.30 to 5, the last session ka uh, last half. Yeah. Okay. And uh, which means, which like effectively means that the days when the days play begins, uska dikhayenge shurbat mein. I would actually, you know, uh, <laughs> I would actually not go to school to follow that live cricket action. And it's not, it's not about not going to school only. I would wake up at 9.30. Usse ek pehle <laughs> it was about what I have to watch the first ball of the match as the first thing in the in my morning. Agar wo hua to, matlab, kuch ho jata tha. So that's that's why I sort of you know, I had no other option but to fall in love with cricket. Nee, but I mean, uh, again, speaking from experience, once you get hooked onto a certain thing, and it can be any interest area for that matter, you find other yeah. avenues uh, to, you know, extend your interest, if that's the right way to put it. Like, uh, I remember, like, meeting you or seeing you for the first time in a quiz. And uh, you know how it was back in the day. We, we seldom had new people doing well in uh, sports quizzes, especially in Delhi. And I was really taken aback by how good you and Amrit uh, were um, back in the day. But all of that surely didn't come about just from watching cricket on Doordarshan. I'm sure you supplemented it with, say, reading the newspaper or uh, picking up magazines or other things that you might have done because the World Wide Web wasn't as good as it was uh, back in the day. So tell us, tell us all about that. How did you supplement your interest with other... Uh, 
other uh, you know forms of reading or following the sport yeah so very interesting point here because cricket for me wasn't only the sport that i followed theek hai because i remember ki uh, i would always watch cricket in english dd pe matlab of course tha option nahi hota tha but i would very intently follow the commentary of tony greg and the likes because i felt that yeah that is actually adding to my learning of the language so cricket for me was a major teacher when it comes to learning the english language it also was a major reason for me to fall like you know religiously read the newspaper matlab yeah. i would wake up at say 6:45 7:30 school jana hota tha 6:45 to 7 o'clock i would completely read the sports page theek hai uske baad aake i will you know uh, when i would come back from school i would read the rest of the newspaper so sports page jab padta tha to it was not only about cricket i would then be reading about the euro that is going on the uh, fifa world cup that is going on So yeah cricket was always the first thing that i would read but then the interest sort of developed into other sports as well and especially football for that matter i followed football quite like not club football at that point because wahi tha ki club football telecast nahi hota tha at least you know world cup and euro all these matches were telecasted so uh, i could act, you know at least watch those matches so that's how i you know from cricket because i was reading a lot of like reading the newspaper every day for cricket stories i would then also scourge through the uh, sports page for stories from other sports majorly football and you know jab matlab you know jo bhi tab sports chalte the true like yeah, sports that were in news because because you mentioned you know uh, following tony greg's commentary and uh, something that uh, all of us inadvertently do and it's portrayed a lot in memes now but uh, you know would you also just be walking on the street and suddenly start bowling like a certain bowler or Imitate his action. I remember I used to do a lot of this because Azharuddin used to do a lot of this, and uh, <laughs> I for a very long time I used to have hair like Shohib Malik, and I used to bowl off spin. Like <laughs> Shohib Malik, I was like a massive, massive fan. I walked up to him I think two years ago, and I I told him the same. That's a like I I know that uh, there were a bunch of other people who were playing really well, but I was I was a massive Shohib Malik fan growing up. But was it was the same for you? Did you pick up same nuances like try and speak like Tony Greg uh, or uh, yeah that that's one thing that I did. Yeah. I mean, thoda sa jab English develop ho gaya, I would put the TV on mute and try to uh, mimic Tony Greg or मतलब तब जो even Arun Lal and uh, Maninder Singh used to do commentary in Hindi as well as English. So I would put the TV on mute and try to. you know do the commentary myself yeah. so that happened and uh, yeah this also happened like ye to matlab har har bachche ka hai india that yeah. right in the middle of the road you're like suddenly you're, or uh, when when i was watching cricket say 2001 to 2005 as in watching it as a kid very passionately tab it was all about dekho zaheer khan ka action is too good but then i am too bad to be able to replicate it but oh, harbhajan singh ka action because it involves a lot of dance and all yeah. <laughs> so i would i would i would love to replicate it yeah. so yeah that used to happen in the middle of the road buying sabzi and on and suddenly uh, my mom used to be very angry like she used to get very angry ki you know you don't uh, treat fruits like that you you should like you know you fruit, fruits are not ball that uh, you you are spinning them around so but wait tha ki it was an instinct ki mummy ke sath sabzi lene ja raho and she's picking the tomato and all and i would just like for one एक उठा लिया एंड देन आई एम स्पिनिंग इट अराउंड एंड देन आई वुड गेट स्कोल्डेड फॉर दैट 
I was like, this is where my papa cricket coach stay. So, home I mean, always cricket ka mahal tha. Room me Shane Warne star posters the of different uh, parts of his bowling actions. I would always try and imitate people and all of that. But uh, as you grew up and you know the sensibility kicks in, but the but the child in us kind of never really goes away, right? He, never. That never. was always there. So, can you remember a few instances where you were supposed to be in some place really important, but you were thinking of a a cricket match going on somewhere else? Like, is there? I, I remember very clearly, but I'm sure oh, you have some stories from there too. Yeah. Very clearly, yeah. This was uh, uh, this was the India England series of 2002, the ODI series, six match ODI series. Yeah. Okay, and. Uh, I remember kisi ki to shaadi thi. I mean, I still like some some you know people in the neighborhood in Bengali community, and uh, this was uh, yeah February me dono matches they like if you remember that series was like it finally ended on three three but yes. India by the fourth match India were three one up so they just had to win one match to sort of uh, you know get the trophy yeah. okay and uh, and. In both the matches, one the fifth one was in Delhi and yeah. the uh, last one was in Mumbai. Okay, and uh, both the matches were similar in the way that England set up a decent total. Yeah. Saurav Ganguly played well, and eventually India's. I guess in the last match they lost by five runs. In the uh, match before that they lost by six runs or something like that. And on both occasions, one day reception, one day reception tha, And I hated that guy. Why is his wedding And look, at that point, we didn't have the luxury of mobile phones or anything. This is 2002, and I'm like what nine year old. Yeah, yeah. So all the time, I just want to hear jaldi se yahan se nikal jaye. And shaadi bhi kaha kafi dur thi, theek hai. And I had zero interest in what was going on. You know me as a person. Food has never been my priority. So I was not even interested in the. You know, fancy food that was served. मुझे कुछ करके जानना था कि किसी के पास अगर कोई information है कि match में क्या चल रहा है. You know, and just you were scavenging for a TV, basically, or something. Of course, TV, TV, and वही है कि देखो अब ऐसे शादी वाले माहौल में you are never going to find someone watching a TV. So what you have to do is कि pick out a guard or something जिसके पास walkie-talkie हो या कुछ हो, you know, he because these are people who because they uh, do not have access to uh, TV all the time, so they do keep their radio and all that around with them. Yeah. So I would constantly go to this guard and ask him, "Ki bhaiya score kya hua?" And this was a very uh, like riveting match in the sense that uh, again, Saurav Ganguly was not uh, going through a very good run of form. Yeah, First match in Kolkata. Pick up the shirt off. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but in in both the matches, I guess in Delhi he scored 74 and uh, something 18 in the Mumbai match. Yeah. So in both the matches, Ganguly played well. So one to me, I mean, my heart was broken. I thought, "Yeah, after that, Ganguly is playing well, and I'm not able to watch it." Mm-hmm. And uh, secondly, that both the matches were very, you know, hard fought. And one to me, last me, I mean, they they would have been great to watch. Yeah. All right, both the matches. So yeah, I I, I really, I mean, that time I was very sad. Shadi does not matter to me at all. I don't even remember having talked to that person after his wedding. Okay, I don't care about his wedding. But yeah, I, I never got to watch those two matches live, and I sort of at that point I really regretted it. I know of someone who you also know, but I won't name him over here. But he was uh, posting questions on the cricket quizzing group while he was getting married, like on the day. Like so, I'm sure he was remember that. <laughs> I. 
Yeah, without taking names over here, but pretty, I know pretty diligent followers who wouldn't miss any update about the game, like even if they are getting married, leave aside someone else getting married. So, but yeah. while you do mention that, what's, what's the most pertinent or, you know, favorite memory of attending a cricket match? Like, you know, one that you would have seen live. I know you talked about ones that you've seen on TV, but the ones that you mm. have seen live, out of which, how was the experience? Were you, you know, were you overawed by it? Were you overawed by the occasion? Did you really enjoy it? How did that go? Uh, you're talking about watching it live from stadium, right? Yeah, like watching it live in the stadium, yeah. yeah. And it can be any match, it can be like a local match for that matter. But uh, like, how did that compare to, you know, because that gives you a certain, a different kind of an adrenaline rush. Like, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an, another interesting story I have. Uh, this is from last year only. I mean, if you're talking about the most exciting match, uh, like most exciting experience, okay. So uh, 2019, last year, I was uh, in Rishikesh touring, uh, you know, like on my solo tripping adventure. Yeah. And uh, and I met like an Australian guy. He, I had met him earlier in 2018 in McLeodgans. I bumped into him in Rishikesh. And he's a, he's a diehard cricket fan. Uh, his name is Paul Mansfield, and uh, he he and his family watch the GABA test every year. All right, so it, it's a tradition for them to go to GABA to watch the first day uh, of play. So that that hardcore cricket fan, yeah. and this time around, Paul was here with his uh, friend Toby and his son uh, Bodhi. Okay, so three Australians, and in Rishikesh, the last day that I was there, India. So this this is that series where uh, you know. Uh, Australia had come to India for a five-match ODI series right ahead of the World Cup in 2019. So, so I met them in Rishikesh. We were like watching the match and uh, this is that Mohali match, you know, where Ashton Turner played this out of the blue uh, knock of 86 around. And in the end, the equation came to that, like, uh, yeah, it could have been 3-0 or something, but then Australia sort of salvaged and they, they made it 2-1. All right? That was the match I watched with them yeah. in Rishikesh on television. Yeah. And then the conversation was that if Australia goes on to win the fourth match, yeah. they would come to Delhi and because the final match was in Delhi. Yeah. And they would watch the match with me at Pirosha Kotla. All yeah. right? And that is exactly how it happened. Australia went on to level the series 2-2. Yeah. And the final match which was to be held in Delhi, it became the decider. Yeah. And of course, I had to sort of live up to the promise. So, I got, you know, tickets and all for them. And three Australian guys with me. Yeah. And you know how, how hospitable, how charitable Ferocia Kotla is. Yeah. Okay. So, just imagine. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Right. I'm sitting in the stand. You don't mention Ben Stokes. I'm sitting in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. They don't. Ben Stokes just don't know at all. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting in the stands with three Australian guys who are cheering for every you know run that Australian batsmen are scoring. Australia batted first, and you know I guess Osman Khawaja went on to score good. Uh, I guess he scored a century or something like that. Okay. And everyone is looking at me. Who did you get in? Yeah. Okay, so three Australians, who, and of course, you know, because of the fact that they were the only three Australians, yeah. they were making the loudest of noises, you know, because they didn't, so they have to, they can't match it, but they were still, and they're as Australian as you can get, you know, they're always up for a fight kind of, a, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, okay, this, this, 
आई होप दिस पासिस ऑफ वे ऑस्ट्रेलियाियंस you know in in the middle of a pack ferosha kotla finding their voice and cheering for their team so yeah it was quite an experience for me and and like in the end of course australia went on to win 3-2 the series yeah. Yeah. so they were the only three people cheering in the entire ferosha kotla and don't forget that people will remember you as the fourth person of that group unless you were like really vocal and you were abusing them in the yeah time. exactly they were they were all looking at me they were Good. they were all looking at me as like ye kahan se tum in teenon ko lekar aaye ho kadar kadar that's that's the that's the term that would have been labeled against you that entire day that's it anti national anti national as well yeah i mean hey you they you cheer for a pakistan bowler taking a wicket in delhi like don't don't <laughs> but uh, or I've seen a couple of India-Pakistan games actually in uh, okay. various points of time, and uh, things back then weren't as bad as they are right now. <laughs> yeah, in 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 India-Pakistan match, it, it is very natural for. But yeah. Did you watch the 2012 match in uh, in Delhi? I did. I did. Yes. I pretty much every- yeah, because I, I I a friend of mine went there and he said that things got really heated up. Yeah, I mean that's not. Uh, that's not uncommon actually in most matches in india i have been to a game the last game that uh, the keenan stadium jamshedpur hosted uh, ajit agarwal scored 95 against west indies uh, the standard we were sitting in actually father my father and i had uh, gone together was put on fire man it was just <laughs> yeah like it was crazy apparently the whole stand was booked twice so uh, it was it was pretty unreal how quickly things got volatile over there and Delhi actually hasn't presented with uh, too many really, you know, really unsavory hardcore conflicts. No, okay. yeah, no hardcore uh, conflicts. Like I've seen a few in which there have been a little bit, but that happens on the road all the time in Delhi. So that's like, no, it's not again, not unexpected over there. Like standard. Ha, I mean, to janta hai, my kono is just like the next line. Nah, I mean, that's not, <laughs> that's not unexpected in Delhi. To janta hai, my kono like. And after a point of time, I started saying that no, brother, no, I don't know. Tell me, yeah, please. I really would like to know for the next time. I mean, people, people, very quickly, very much get angry, very small, small things. So, I mean, in that way, it was quite peaceful. I've seen some amazing games in Delhi, actually. I've seen uh, Anil Kumble's last test. I've seen a couple of India okay. matches. Uh, matches. Uh, so, yeah, World T20, a uh, few games I saw. Uh, but I think overall, I mean, I come. from the land of the eden gardens so like watching cricket in the eden gardens was a different uh, surreal experience uh, altogether i 
I remember watching an EPL game, and uh, every time Shoaib Akhtar ran into goal, it was almost like uh, coordinated, coordinated silence just when he's at the top of his run-up. And once he starts running, the noise level starts going high. It's almost like everyone is orchestrated. Everyone's part of this big orchestra, and they all know what to do. And it's rehearsed where the where the motion kind of leads up to his final bowling stride, and then you kind of go bam. And uh, yeah, it's 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 amazing. You know how people with no real correlation kind of come. Everyone everyone comes together, and Kolkata also appreciates uh, sport generally. You know, like yeah. That the seventeen World Cup, which both of us worked on. Uh, if you remember, in the final, there were sections mm-hmm. which would support both England and Spain, but they knew who to support. Not just the goal scorer; they knew the playmaker. They knew, I mean, they knew not just to support the marquee person on the field, but even during Test matches, they'd really applaud if someone would run, say, fine leg to deep square to save a single. So. That way, Kolkata was pretty amazing. But uh, of course, uh, talking about 2017 uh, Under-17 World Cup, um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but you know the England versus Mexico match was one that really gave me goosebumps because, uh, if I remember it correctly, England were 3-0 up at the halfway mark, yeah. and then in the second half, uh, the entire crowd started backing Mexico, and we saw them score two goals out of nowhere. And it almost looked like they will they will pull off a, a heist. And uh, yeah, that atmosphere I can't ever forget it. As in, of course, the final atmosphere during the final was something else. But you know, the entire crowd getting behind a team who probably I mean, of course, how many Mexicans would know people from Kolkata or anything? But uh, yeah, they got behind them and they like I for like for the first time I saw how much of a crowd atmosphere makes a difference to the uh, morale of the team. Absolutely, man, and especially for these kids, like uh, to play in front of such massive crowds would have been a completely new experience. And so many of those players have now, you know, talked about it, and it was yeah, of course everyone involved. Yeah. Also, uh, I take I take two minutes, guys. I'll explain this whole Under Seventeen World Cup uh, thing that Amit just mentioned, and I will take you to the next section uh, after that. Is uh, so Amit worked uh, with me for the tournament, and uh, I mean, I must have thrown what is uh, in baseball called a curveball. I just walked up to him one day. He said, "Ki Hindi likh leta hai," and he said, "Ki ha, but kafi time ho gaya." I said, "Bola, 35 din hai, practice kare le. Har din pura din Hindi likhna hai." And uh, he didn't say no. And uh, thankfully, he didn't say no because I very confidently walked up to him. I had no backup. Like I had no like funds to hire another guy who would write Hindi. and it was not something that i had briefed him about at all but he he did a fabulous job and uh, and hence i was not surprised you know when i would when you would ask me if i should you should go ahead with your own uh, you know ventures into cricket that's how i would call it i wasn't surprised <laughs> pull it off because you handled those curve balls really well i mean and i would ask you now about random cricket photos and how that journey has unfolded over the last year now year 15 months Yeah, I mean the page has been there for uh, like since June last year. But before that, also like if you you have been on my Facebook, so uh, I used I started by posting a picture from cricket every day. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's been there. Yeah. How was it? Tell me, tell us, walk us through that journey, Amit. <laughs> okay. Um, again, this is back in two thousand eighteen. Office me, बैठा था कुछ मतलब 
you know me uh, i guess anyone who knows me very well would know that uh, like whatever i am doing in my life i am always preparing a cricket quiz in the background you know which i did while working with you also yeah. <laughs> if you remember that uh, during under 17 world cup we also managed to pull off a cricket quiz okay so so yeah i was uh, like just just working uh, and uh, one of those days i was reading something on crick info or somewhere and actually no it was not on crick info but it was an article on pain and avilius south yeah. african bowler and uh, the article mentioned an incident where you know they like of course he's a colorful character and he has done a lot of interesting things on the cricket field which includes uh, using his armpit to <laughs> armpit sweat to swing the ball uh, but yeah one of the things that he i realized after reading the article that he did once was that he showed a red card to the or like to the crowds at uh, you know in, in one of the english stadiums yeah. and uh, with with the umpire in the vicinity as a david shepherd was actually uh, reprimanding him for something and then the crowd started getting involved and they started booing him for you know uh, having showed dissent and then he took his card and showed it to the red like showed the red card to the crowds and i found the incident really fascinating and i just like you know again as as someone who has been in the process of researching cricket my first instinct is to find out whether the information is perfectly uh, you know legit or not and uh, that meant that i would go on to uh, look look up on youtube or google images if that incident actually happened and uh, i did find that photograph on 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 google images and i found well that's that's something interesting that's something that i guess a lot not a lot of people would have possibly heard about yeah and that just gave me an idea okay like one of the reasons that random cricket has happened is also because of the fact that i have never worked in cricket as you would know that uh, like i've worked with different sports which which have included volleyball kabaddi football you know so but cricket has never happened and uh, i guess by that point I, the only cricket related thing that i was doing like which i was doing in say public domain because i was always reading a lot of cricket but uh, yeah i was only quizzing cricket now even cricket quizzing happens in a very limited circle right it's like yeah. you know i'm max to max 50 people yeah. and uh, so yeah so it was a very i mean all that i knew about cricket it was coming out in a like in front of a very small circle so then at that point i thought okay fine like uh, let's just tell these stories of pictures because having been uh, having been someone who has been reading a lot of cricket and especially since 2012 2013 because of barefoot uh, i did have a lot of these anecdotes these stories these trivia but uh, again as a quizzer it like one of the worst things about quizzer is you do not share a lot of these uh, <laughs> anecdotes because you're like the is pe question banega aur isliye ab usko bacha lete hai so one thing that i did right was i i forego that tendency i was like nahi let's not say for questions let's enjoy the you know the the joy of sharing so uh, yeah so that's how random cricket photos started i i started putting up pictures every day on my facebook profile sorry i said let's not say funda yeah so yeah <laughs> no funda so i started putting pictures from cricket uh, on my facebook profile every day which uh, like most of them were not really pictures with stories but interesting pictures nonetheless and uh, yeah i got a good response from people i got people to you know just egg me on kr why don't you turn it into a page yeah. and then when i did finally turn it turn it into a page which just you know gave me uh, you know a bigger audience i would say 
and from there i just made it a little more say streamlined in the sense that now everything that i would every picture that i would put it would be with a story you know it's not and again one of the things that i wanted to do with this page was you know generally what happens is you have a match report and then there is a picture like alongside it but that picture is just a it's just supplementing the match report as in it doesn't tell a lot about the match or anything it's just there right so yeah. i wanted to sort of reverse the paradigm in the sense that i just wanted to talk about the picture okay and also what happens is when you write a match report there are a lot of little little stories little subplots that get missed out all right in the uh, you know match report would include all that is important all right so you would not have say uh, one uh, you know 1986 england playing west indies and uh, michael holding uh, delivers a ball to ian botham yeah. and botham sort of uh, he just edges it and the ball loops up in the air and holding while going for the catch ends up pulling a, pulling his hamstring okay and uh, and he's in terrible pain he has he despite pulling up a hamstring he has taken the catch as well but yeah. he's in terrible pain after taking the catch and while you know the the physio comes in and i mean tab to physio ka utna wo hota nahi tha so and he cannot even walk all right so what the west indian players they sort of they uh, pick him up and ian botham who should be on his way to the pavilion Yeah. he also like forgets everything and he also lends him a hand and uh, it's it's a very nice memory it's a, like this that was michael holding's actual last appearance on the cricket field yeah. and yeah ian botham england cricketer taking the west indian cricketer who is in pain yeah. back to the pavilion with along along with the rest of the west indian cricketers now such a thing does not get mentioned in say a match report all right but when you look at it just in isolation it makes for a nice story so right. that was the attempt with random cricket photos that i would be able to tell stories that sort of get missed out in mass reports sure. so yeah that that is how it has happened in the last one year or so i have been trying to you know find photos that have interesting back stories behind them and uh, of course done, one thing just just to add as in um, i'm not sure if you look back at it in that manner because it's obviously uh, a different way that you would look at things but uh, someone like me who follows your pages what it also does is it encourages a lot of us to think back at our memories of the game which i think is absolutely uh, you know we should be gratified and we should be thanking you for that because there's so many of these small little tidbits that we often tend to forget but then when we you know see something related to it we would start thinking about like you mentioned say i remember seeing this uh, uh, photo of uh, michael holding again kicking the stumps away and I, I, there's a lot of other things that i remembered from that series and things like that so thank you for that amit yeah yeah so that's the idea that uh, yeah there are a lot of these subplots that get missed when we like you know talk of the larger narrative and uh, again as someone who i do not read a lot of fiction because i generally believe that you know reality is more interesting than fiction it's just that you have to look a little harder and people generally do not open up with their stories but then there are people who do open up about their stories and struggles and you know like the one that i had put up uh, the post that i had put up on brad hog or even uh, brendan mcclellan once so uh, yeah it's it's about uh, 
being able to put those stories of you know real life struggles real life which they, they might seem like really good script for movies or television shows but uh, since they have not been made yet i think they can they can be told to the people so that's that's the idea that uh, to be able to tell stories to and there are always take aways from the, those stories you know like from the story about brendan mckillum uh, how he sort of got overawed by the aussie behavior and he sort of tried to emulate it but with not without much success and then he decided no that is not how i am that is not how we kiwi are and when he went back to that he reconnected with the kiwi in himself he found that okay that worked for him that worked for the team that worked for him as a captain and yeah the takeaway is that you know the, it is never too late to actually look within yourself and discover who you really are instead of going on pretending who you sort of wish to be so these are the stories that i enjoy telling and these are the takeaways that i think you know beyond the story also these are things that i hope as a reader people will uh, you know it will get imbibed in them somehow and as in you know as you have started the page and now that i'm i'm certain that you interact with more like minded people now than uh, you used to say a year and a half ago and uh, Okay. Before anything else, Amit hasn't paid me for this, but go watch these <laughs> as well. Random cricket photos that make my guests happy. So Amit, I'll put you under a slight spot over here. I'll give you a minute, and I'll tell you from those fifteen, sixteen podcasts that you've recorded, and of the sixteen people who have shared their five favorite photos, which five kind of are your picks from that list of eighty? So you're asking me for episodes, or you're asking me for photos? I'm asking you for photos. I You can you can not you can choose not to name your guests either. That's fine with me. I just want to know your five picks that have been picked by others and not you. You know which uh, you would have perhaps gone back and uh, read upon, or maybe you would hand up. Maybe you would heard of it before. Like it happens with okay. me all the time. I would see some new Olympic picture and I have never seen it before. So five pictures mm-hmm. that your guests suggested and uh, which kind of. Mm-hmm. you know made you read about about it later so that's that's my final question to you today <laughs> okay uh, yeah. this is interesting this is difficult but yeah i will uh, uh, there were a couple of photos in the episode with siddharth vaidyanathan and of course siddharth has been writing for so long so and uh, one thing that i did talk to him in the episode was about how you know the nostalgia he pours it out in in his articles about uh, sachin or wasim akram the anything that is related to the 90s he just like he, he makes it so romantic you know when it comes to eating so uh, there was this photo of sachin tendulkar celebrating his double century against tamil nadu in the i guess 1999 or no it was the 2000 uh, ranji trophy semi final and uh, he sort of batted with the tail to get to his 200 mark and uh, that's a photo where we sachin celebrating in a way that we generally do not associate with him you know punching the air and all of that and uh, of course you know how big sachin fan i am and uh it was i had not come across that photo before i knew of the match i knew of you know how you know like it's it's one of the better matches in ranji history but i had not seen any of it no footage or anything so but yeah it just told about the passion with which sachin played cricket no matter what level it was and even 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 a match where there were actually no spectators yeah. he was giving his all to the contest and he was really excited even more excited than we have seen him uh, when it comes to like you know he has 100 runs for indian cricket 
Yeah. And uh, I don't think how like he would have he has he has celebrated those like even ten of those times with that amount of exuberance. So that's one photo that I had not seen before, and I uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, that that um that's one photo. And secondly, there is a uh, we had the editor of County Cricket Matters, Anisha, in uh, in one of the episodes. And uh, interestingly, my interaction with her on Twitter started with the photo where. Uh, it's it's a it's a personal photo from her collection where she is uh, watching a cricket match you know very intently with uh, her father sitting alongside her and she's a she's i guess 9 year old in that photograph and that's a very beautiful photograph because i guess as as someone whose father is very passionate about cricket you also have a lot of memories about watching cricket with your father but not a lot of people have that recorded in a photo and you know that photo i guess it stands for the kind of uh, bond they shared over cricket so yeah. it's it's very beautiful because it it's captured you know it's a photo from 1979 not a lot of us have photos from that era yeah. all right so so it's a rare photo for that matter and what it captures is very beautiful and uh, yeah that's one reason i like i want to have her on the podcast and talk about that particular photo yeah another uh, picture is uh, again a personal one Jamie Alter the son of uh, Tom Alter he was on the podcast episode 5 and uh, it was yeah it was a photo of him playing with his uh, dad again you know i i guess my uh, fondness for these photos comes from the fact that like my love for cricket is something that i have inherited from my uh, father so and and a lot of uh, i i have a lot of respect for the you know person that he was and uh, again that, that it's there is not a lot that is there in the photo yeah. but now that mr alter is not in the world and you know jamie presented it as the only photo of him playing cricket with his dad and you know we know how like even jamie alter has written for cricket info and how big a fan tom alter was of cricket so such such a long relationship they have had with the game but it is only there in that one photograph so that's particularly special and uh, fourth photo i would say uh, yeah it's it's a it's a very popular photo it's i mean it's something that most of us cricket lovers would have seen that is a victor trumper coming out to you know play that expansive drive yeah. uh, but again it is something that it's not about the photograph as like you know the photograph is special anyway yeah. but then you know this individual i think you also know someone by the name of joy bhattacharya uh, you know he th- this guy has a <laughs> lot of good skills very <laughs> So yeah, Joyce said. Joyce, the way Joyce described that photograph, as in for us, that that photograph is the one of the very few photos that um, are there of Victor Trumper and his excellence as a cricketer. Mm-hmm. But uh, then Joyce went on to talk about Victor Trumper, the the person beyond cricket, and it just all sort of seemed to fit in. You know, the top photo would be again, it's a photo. Uh, it's it's from my like you know that episode is a very like majorly personal favorite i would say with gerard kimber because of the passion that gerard talks about uh, cricket and he he turns particularly passionate when it comes to this picture of his father you know he's it, it's just, he's just playing cricket in the backyard okay and uh, yeah but it's it i guess he goes on to talk about that photo and his how his love for the game de- developed because of the way he watched his father play cricket and you know his father was like he was 
sort of a bowler in the i mean when he was playing in great cricket they used to call him the dennis lilly of uh, camperfield yeah. so so it like the photo is of course very simple but the way he gerard kimber goes on to describe how he developed the love for the game because of his father that is very beautiful and one thing he he said that i you know that has sort of uh, stayed with me he says that a lot of people keep talking about how test cricket is the best uh, version of cricket and how it is the highest level of the game yeah. he said that uh, i mean i disagree with it because for me the best version of cricket is the version of cricket that actually made me fall in love with it so it does not need to have the you know most skilled people playing it but it does need to have a lot of passion and that is the passion that was there like when i was growing up uh, you know in campbellfield and we had a very interesting mix of cricketers back there and uh, yeah all of that passion people coming from different background not knowing each other's language but sharing that bond of cricket and you know playing the game in the best possible way he said was his best work uh, for him the best version of cricket and it made a lot of sense to me you know so so yeah those are five photographs and uh, especially about the first one i would actually if, if anyone is watching this go to the second like second part of the gerard kimber episode and uh, i guess it is the it is the like last photo that he talks about he goes on about the photograph for say more than 10 minutes i guess 10 to 12 minutes do give it a listen it is very emotional very passionate and i guess it would connect with all of us who have uh, who have our parents to thank for for the love of cricket for the uh, passion that we have towards the game thank you so much amit and just just before we finish and i will i'd be meaning to ask this question for the entire duration of the episode but i now that you've kind of set it up for it but you mentioned how you you know your interest stems from the fact that your father was into cricket as well so what's the one favorite shared memory you know that one moment which you shared with your father which uh, which just i'm sure would trump pretty much every other cricketing memory that you would have so that one memory with uncle that uh, you would want to share uh, <laughs> yeah. it's what is interesting is that uh, like i guess uh, i have watched like cricket all my life with my dad and you know we we watch yeah i don't like to consume cricket from mobile screen because you know i'm so used to watching uh, it with my father on television so but more than what is you know a favorite memory before i come to that i would say what is interesting is that we have never watched india win an icc trophy together you know Oh. despite watching so much of cricket together we yeah. like from 2007 to 2011 to 2013 india yeah. won three icc trophies yeah on all those three days we were not together in front of the same television set so it is quite interesting and uh, somehow when whenever we do end up watching a final involving india india does not go on to win it but which is again very interesting but uh, yeah i guess with my father one favorite memory of watching cricket is uh, my father is a big ms dhoni fan of course uh, and especially his wicket keeping okay and this is uh, i took my father and i mean he of course is not very interested in watching the match from stadium yeah. because too much noise and all of that but this was a match between uh, rising pune super giants and delhi back then in 2017 i would say and uh, i wanted to take him to the stadium big just so that he could watch ms dhoni uh bat and keep okay and 
and this was the uh, i guess yeah uh, delhi batted first yeah. of course it was a very lackluster performance from delhi yeah. again something they scored around 150 or eight, uh, something on those lines and again you know how ferocia kotla is there is not a lot of good food stalls and anything and uh, you know after a point i decided that i would get something for my father because he's he's been hungry for a long time yeah and i got kuch to bread pakora something for him from the uh, you know stalls and he has been watching the match all the time ki ek ms dhoni stumping karega theek hai because he wants to watch how fast he is in real yeah and then he just like you know <laughs> to take a dip he he looks down and ms dhoni does a stumping <laughs> and he misses it and he regrets that you know till today that i went for that uh, you know bread pakoda khane gaya aur ms dhoni ki stumping miss ho gayi so that sort of uh, you know sums up the love for cricket that he has that it is uh, you know he's he's 67 now yeah but uh, even then what like he's he's very passionate about the game and even till now he rules the fact that he he had a chance to watch ms dhoni stump but he could not see him stump because you know of how fast ms dhoni is <laughs> stumping you know the, the the moment he looked down at his bread pakora and it was done <laughs> the deed was done so so yeah that's one memory any man inside him made him prioritize bread pakora over dhoni and rest <laughs> as they say is history <laughs> yeah he kept he kept waiting that there would be another stumping that he would watch and he actually like i remember seeing him and he did not take his eyes off the action you know especially of dhoni throughout the match but then there was no another stumping to happen but uh, yeah i think that really uh, sums up my father's love for the game he rules that uh, missed opportunity but yeah he does love his cricket a lot that's an amazing story amit and uh, sorry ka in the delhi man thing um, <laughs> But thank you so much, Amit. That was uh, that was absolutely fantastic, and I hope uh, you and Kaku manage to see India lift a trophy, ICC trophy, together very soon. I hope that happens. Not just uh, let's see. I think that would be. I remember watching the 2007 final with my mother, and uh, we were absolutely ecstatic, and we were going bonkers. One uh, when, when India when Srikant took that catch of Jogendra Sharma, basically. So uh, it would be a very endearing moment, I'm sure. uh thank you so much and just just to add you know just uh, like even when uh, you know when we talk about uh, i'll just give you a bit of a story about how we ended up missing the 2007 2011 2013 you know uh, icc trophies win in 2007 again i told you we had doordarshan till 2009 and 2007 world t20 was not broadcasted on doordarshan so all that we were following were the like you know dd news mein niche slugs aate the ki itna score ho raha hai itna you know so that's what we were following and then i came to know ki uh, in the colony uh, park they have put on a tv and when like the second inning started i went to watch that yeah and i watched that uh, like in in the park with you know a lot of fellow people but my father was still comfortable sitting at home and he actually thought ki itna kam score hai india jeet nahi payegi so he did not come to the park with me then we went on to win that and then i came and, and then i would tell him stories are papa aapne dekha nahi jovinder sharma ne last mein aisa ball kiya misbar so so yeah i would sort of uh, you know rile him up uh, 2011 he was uh, accompanying my sister for some exam in you know some uh, other state so he was he was coming back on that evening itself he was in the train and of course like i know from a for a fact that how uh, eager he must be to know what the score yeah. was because it was the world cup final yeah. 
again he could not watch it he watched some of it in in one of the stations he says but then you know and then 2013 i was back in kolkata you know my home uh, hometown there and uh, i and he was in delhi and this is again ekdam raat ko match khatam ho raha hai but on all these three occasions the first thing was ki are yaar world cup jeet gaye have to like the first person i want to share this joy with is my father yeah. so so there that's one thing that like you know my like even in 2013 the match ended quite late at night if i remember 2 o'clock around so i rang him up right there ki nahi theek hai i'm pretty sure he must be watching the match he must have not gone to sleep so so yeah that's been there that you know although we have not watched any of these finals together like the first person that i wanted to share that joy and excitement of you know the india winning the final was always my father that's fantastic amit i as i said i really hope the two of you manage to watch a final which india wins and lifts the trophy so uh, inshallah to that and uh, <laughs> thank you so much for appearing on this show you are a i didn't expect it to be any different but you're a proper cricket tragic and i hope you remain this way i uh, would also hope for your sanity that you never work in cricket because you tend to start <laughs> unless you are of course writing i have made my peace with it <laughs> i'm sure you will so but no all the best uh, with the page again with the podcast guys if you haven't checked them already check him out we'll drop the links on uh, in the description below and uh, i would not finish this episode without letting or without asking amit to ask a cricket question to all of you drop in your answers in the comments and uh, thank you so much for tuning in amit one question okay Cool. Uh, yeah, this is uh, simple. This guy has been in news uh, in the last few days, but uh, so this guy is also happens to be the only person in IPL to have taken the wickets of Virat Kohli, Chris Gayle, and Abhi De Villiers in the same match, same innings, which is of course a very uh, famous uh, you know trio to have in your wickets column. So tell me, who is this bowler who in 2017 ended up taking the wickets of Kohli, De Villiers, and Gayle in the same match? Something that has not happened in IPL. Uh, before and of course cannot happen again because they are not playing in the same team anymore so who is this bowler thank you so much amit drop in your answers in the comment section i would uh, be honest and say that i have no clue but uh, go for it don't restrict yourselves drop in, <laughs> uh, check amit's podcast check his uh, handle and his facebook page thank you so much guys for tuning in thank you so much amit again thank you <laughs>